Welcome to US Rail Journeys, Series 3. It's been a long time coming, but with the easing of travel restrictions, I have been able to make the journeys I had originally planned for the spring of 2020. Join me as I travel 6,684 miles with Amtrak across the United States. First, I take the Silver Star from Miami to New York, then the Crescent from New York to New Orleans. Next, I take the Texas Eagle from Los Angeles via San Antonio to Chicago. Then it's the Lakeshore Limited from Chicago to New York. And finally, the Acela from New York up to Boston. Episode 9, From Washington to Wilmington. Before we get to Washington, we have to cross the Potomac River, but we're just passing on our way through the suburbs on the Virginia side of the river, the Ronald Reagan Washington National Airport. When we're crossing the Potomac River, we can see the Pentagon on the Virginia side with Arlington National Cemetery beyond. The river is 383 miles long and forms part of the borders between Maryland, Washington, Virginia and West Virginia. Known as the nation's river, it's rich in history and heritage. George Washington was born and spent most of his life within the Potomac Basin. Its watershed links coal miners in upstream West Virginia the urban residents in the District of Columbia and the watermen in Virginia's northern neck. As we arrive in the city, we pass the Bureau of Engraving and Printing, where all currency and postage stamps are produced, and we pass through a tunnel under the Capitol, and we see a sweeping view of official Washington. The Washington Monument dominates the skyline, and the Jefferson Memorial can be seen astride the tidal basin, ringed by Japanese cherry trees. I think the sweeping view may be a bit overdone, but there are a lot of very major buildings here that we're passing. Many of them built in the last 40 or 50 years, concrete and glass, and we're certainly heading into the center of the city. The tunnel that we're going through at the moment is quite long. We are arriving one and a half hours late into Washington. The capital of the US, founded in 1790. In addition to the federal government, there are over 170 foreign embassies. Also the headquarters of the World Bank, the International Monetary Fund, the Organization of American States, the Inter-American Development Bank, the Pan-American Health Organization, and numerous trade unions, lobby groups and professional associations. 
There are several notable universities, including Georgetown, American, George Washington and the Catholic University. Washington Union Station was designed by Daniel Burnham and opened in 1907. It was restored in 1988 and has become one of the biggest tourist attractions in the city with shops, restaurants, theatres, the Washington Metro Light Rail and Amtrak. Our diesel locomotive will be leaving the train once we stop and an electric Siemens ACS 64, known as an Amtrak City Sprinter, will take us the rest of the way to New York. Washington Union Station is a major railway station, transportation hub, and it is Amtrak's headquarters and the railway's second busiest station. It is the ninth busiest station in overall passengers served in the whole of the United States. It is the southern terminus of the Northeast Corridor trains, an electrified line that runs north through Baltimore, Philadelphia, New York, and on to Boston. It's the busiest railway passenger line in the United States. The station also serves Mark and VRE commuter rail services, the Washington Metro, the DC streetcar, intercity bus lines and local Metro bus buses. During the Second World War, as many as 200,000 passengers passed through the station in a single day. It is served by the high-speed Acela Express, the Northeast Regional, and several of Amtrak's long-distance trains, including the Capital Limited, the Crescent, and the Silver Service trains, which I am on. In 2011, an average of more than 13,000 passengers boarded or got off Amtrak trains each day. The station is owned by Amtrak and the United States Department of Transportation. The Department of Transportation owns the building, whilst Amtrak owns the platforms and the tracks. When we leave the station, we will only have 225 miles left to run. In 2019, 5,207,223 passengers travelled on Amtrak trains to or from this station. There's a number of people stood here on the platform at Washington Station waiting for the locomotives to change. We now just have to wait for the arrival of our electric locomotive which will take us that final bit up to New York and here comes the electric locomotive backing on to our train. There's a good number of staff around the locomotive making sure that it connects properly. Once the locomotive is connected, there's nothing stopping us getting on our way up to New York. We're now leaving Washington DC station, our electric locomotive attached. We are one hour and 24 minutes late pulling out, so they've gained some time on the locomotive change here. We've crossed the border from Washington DC into Maryland, or the District of Columbia into Maryland, and we're heading for Baltimore. 
Last time I looked, we were doing about 103 miles an hour. I have a feeling that they're trying to get some of our late time back. I suspect that I've been travelling for the last 20 minutes or so faster than I've ever travelled in the US before. Crossing a viaduct at the moment, a river at the bottom, a road halfway between the rail track and the river. Just passing through a lovely little suburban station. Looks big enough to hold about one carriage. Oh, there's rubbish beside the tracks. Some of it's railway rubbish. Some of it's fly-tipped rubbish. We're currently going through a pretty long tunnel. Normally, about an hour after reaching Washington, we reach Baltimore. I think the speed that we were going earlier means that we will have caught up some time. Baltimore is a major seaport named after Lord Baltimore, the founding proprietor of the Maryland colony, which was founded in 1706. It is the largest city in Maryland. The Inner Harbour is a successful example of the city's ambitious renewal efforts. Francis Scott Key wrote the Star-Spangled Banner here, and author Tom Clancy lived here. Baltimore, Pennsylvania Station, often referred to as Penn Station, is the main transport hub in Baltimore. It was designed by New York architect Kenneth Mackenzie Murchison and was constructed in 1911 in the Beaux-Arts style for the Pennsylvania Railroad. It's about a mile and a half north of Baltimore's downtown and the original harbour. And it was originally called Union Station because it served the Pennsylvania Railroad and the Western Maryland Railway. However, it was renamed to match the other Pennsylvania Railway stations. The building sits on a raised island between two open trenches, one for the Jones Falls Expressway and the other for the tracks of the Northeast Corridor. The Northeast Corridor approaches from the south through the two-track 7,660-foot Baltimore and Potomac Tunnel. The tunnel, opened in 1873, has a speed limit of 30 miles an hour with sharp curves and steep grades. It is one of the Northeast Corridor's worst bottlenecks. The northern approach is the 1873 Union Tunnel, which has one single track bore and one double track bore. Penn Station in Baltimore is the eighth busiest railway station in the United States. Amtrak owns the station, which serves nine of Amtrak's Northeast Corridor services. However, the double-deck superliner railcars can't enter because the tunnel bore is far too small. In 2019, passenger numbers were 1,043,542 across the nine Amtrak services. Now as I'm sat here, and a seller is just pulling into the station. We pulled out of Baltimore Station one hour and 15 minutes late, and we're just entering the next set of tunnels.
We've just passed what I assume you'd call a small airfield. Might be big enough to service a few domestic flights, but I would think mainly private flights. We've just crossed the Gunpowder River. Kayaker, speedboats, people enjoying their Sunday afternoon. Shortly, we'll reach Aberdeen, home to the US Army's Aberdeen Proving Ground, which was established by Congress in 1918. Another commuter rail station, passed at 100 plus miles an hour. We cross the Susquehanna River, the longest river on the East Coast. The river provides half of the freshwater inflow to the Chesapeake. Geologically, it's regarded as extremely ancient. There must be some engineering work being scheduled for this area in the next few days because on the left-hand side, that's the down line, we've passed three or four sets of plasmatic tampers and various other rail track engineering items. We pass Elkton, which marks the head of the navigation on the Elk River, which flows into nearby Chesapeake Bay. The town was once famous as a place that eloping couples went to to get married. We then cross the Maryland-Delaware state line, and we travel through one of the U.S. Newarks, pronounced Newark, founded in 1694. Legend has it that the Stars and Stripes were first flown at the Battle of Coochie's Bridge outside the town. It's home to the University of Delaware. Edgar Allan Poe is said to have written parts of The Raven while staying at an inn on Main Street. just coming into Wilmington in Delaware, one hour and ten minutes late. The city experienced high growth in office construction and jobs in the 1980s, following the passage of laws that liberalised bank governance within the state. Many of the international banks have operations in the city. The station was built in 1907 as Pennsylvania Station and was renamed in 2011 for Joe Biden who routinely took the train from Wilmington to Washington, D.C., when he was a senator from 1973 to 2009. Of course, Biden is now the U.S. president, and is often called Amtrak Joe. The station has one inside level with stores, a cafe and newsstand, Amtrak and Scepter ticket offices, a car rental office, and toilets. Passengers board trains on the second-storey platforms. Passenger numbers rose to over 705,259 in 2019. Wilmington must be another station that can't handle our extended-length train as we've just pulled forward to allow people to get off and get on from the cars at the back. Fortunately, at Wilmington Station, we are not across a level crossing. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your last call for service in the Cafe Lounge Car. Again, this is your last call for service in the Cafe Lounge Car. Ladies and gentlemen, in approximately 15 minutes, the Cafe Lounge Car will be officially closed. For the duration of the trip, again, in approximately 15 minutes, the Cafe Lounge Car 
I thank all the passengers and crew aboard Amtrak's Silver Star train that left Miami on Saturday the 25th of June. The US Rail Journeys podcasts are produced and published by the Mr. T Podcast Studio. Thank you very much for listening and please Join me again in a couple of weeks for the next instalment.